Good morning, people of God. We are entering now into Holy Week. And we hear uh, through the scriptures that the life of Christ is about to end as it had begun. Recall when the Lord was born on Christmas. Angels sang, glory to God in the highest. Peace on earth to those whom his favor rests. Luke chapter 2, line 14. As our Lord enters Jerusalem for the last time, the peoples shout, Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Glory to God in the highest. Luke 19, 38. Both of these statements, both of these chants, both of these sentiments, uh, sentiments are now as uh, present with us as we formed the procession today, as we began Mass. We pay homage to Christ, our King. In Jerusalem, Christ now establishes his kingdom, as we heard in the scriptures. The people celebrate him as the one, the anointed one, the Messiah, the Christ. As scriptures put forth, he entered on a beast of burden, a donkey. By tradition, a donkey was the beast, a king who was coming in peace, rode upon. A king who was coming for war rode on a chariot with great horses. My friends, this is the first time our Lord has allowed the people to proclaim him king. Because our Lord mostly avoided the title of king in the past. Before when they tried, he would slip away from them. He even told the demons, shh, quiet, do not claim me. Do not tell them who I am. But now, Jesus knows his time approaches and he permits it. For it represents the peace and salvation promised by God as the gifts of the messianic king, the Messiah, who is to come and he is now proclaimed. The miracles of Christ throughout his ministry manifested the divine power through which the name of God is glorified. Christ now establishes the kingdom of God among the new people of God. We praise the mighty deeds of Christ, Jesus, the King. Through his Paschal mystery, Christ enters the glory of the heavenly kingdom, and he reigns thus as king in that heavenly Jerusalem. The heavenly Jerusalem now supplants the old earthly Jerusalem because it becomes the heir of the promises of God, of the covenant. Galatians 4, 24. The reign of Christ thus is not of this world, we are told. John 18, 36. His kingdom from heaven is not limited then to one nation, to one country, to one government, to one tribe, to one group. Christ is king for all who will profess and live as his disciples. My friends, we are the baptized. We are the citizens of the kingdom of God. And we give praise to our king and our leader always, but particularly on this day. My friends, remember on Ash Wednesday, I brought up the sentiments of Paul who said, you are ambassadors of Christ as God working through you. So you 
are citizens of that kingdom of heaven. Your participation in this Mass with the processions, with the palms, with the singing of chants and the prayers is an your participation is an expression of your faith in the victory of Jesus Christ, the King, the Messiah. Now, for the most part, willingly you are here. Some of the children have been forced. <laughs> I know, I get it. <laughs> but for the most part, all of you are willingly here. And thus it is understood your willingness is an expression of your desire to follow Christ. We praise and glorify God for our redemption and for the gift of the citizenship of his kingdom. We praise Christ by accepting the obligations as citizens in that kingdom. Our praise does not end with the ceremony and our praise does not end with this mass. Fulfilling all the obligations of the kingdom of heaven is true worship is this true spiritual praise that God desires from us. This is now to be the time and for you to live as true disciples of Christ, of true citizens of the kingdom of heaven. My friends, because his kingdom is in heaven, but you are his citizens, Christ you become ambassadors of Christ. A country sends an ambassador to another country to represent it, to stand up for its meanings and to proclaim its leader. So though the kingdom of heaven is there in heaven, you are here. Thus, you are ambassadors of Christ. You are to represent his kingdom in this world now. You are to work for the building up of his kingdom here and now. You are to represent your king in this world, in this country, in this city. You are to live as true disciples. You are here already. You have chosen. Don't be looking back. Look to the future. You are his disciples. You are his ambassadors. And remember what our second reading put forth for us. The cross is the instrument of Christ's victory and of our salvation, of our resurrection, and of eternal life. Each disciple will have to accept his or her cross. Matthew 16, 24 if anyone wishes to come after me, they must deny themselves, take up their cross, and begin to follow in my footsteps. The older translation is to follow in my ways. Disciples, ambassadors, your attitude must be that of Christ. That is not from me, but from Christ. It is found in Philippians Chapter 2, line 5. In this way, you will testify and represent Christ in our world, in this country, in this city. Our King 
brings us the security of His promises, the richness of His grace to you. Luke 19, 38. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. That now signifies you. Blessed are they who come in the name of the Lord. Ambassadors. Ambassadors. I didn't confer that on you. Baptism did. And you can't shake it off now. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> Ambassadors, thank you for remembering to wear red. For all of you who wear red. At the last Mass, we had a particular... Hannah's dad, he was sporting a red shirt and red tennis shoes. <laughs> he was ready to run the race. My friends, so thank you. As we enter into Holy Week, all the liturgies you'll find in the bulletin and online, we enter the Sacred Triduum beginning on Thursday. And the Sacred Triduum is one liturgy spread over three days. So on Thursday morning, the people of God will assemble in his house and we will offer morning prayer. And then I will ask his disciples and ambassadors to go out and to testify on his behalf, keeping a sense of reverence and prayer about them. And then Thursday evening, we will assemble back here in this house of God to celebrate the Mass of the Lord's Supper. After the Mass of the Lord's Supper, we will process into the hall where an altar repose will be set up and we'll have adoration of the Blessed Sacrament until 11 p.m. I ask uh, that you come and spend time in prayer. Friday morning then, we will reassemble at 9 a.m. in silence and then we will offer morning prayer. The majority of the people of God will spend time that day in prayer and others will go about uh, their life working but being ambassadors testifying to Christ. Then the people of God will reassemble Friday evening and we will hear the passion of our Lord Jesus Christ. There will be adoration of the wood of the cross and it will follow. We will have distribution of the Holy Eucharist after we will leave in silence. And then the people of God will reassemble Saturday morning here in this house of God at 9 a.m. to offer prayer. And then the people will leave in silence and we will reassemble for the great Easter vigil starting about 8 p.m. sunset. You know how it is in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> so right about that time and we will begin the Easter vigil. Friends, the church will be open all week for you to come. And I know God is everywhere, and your prayer, no matter where it is offered, is good. But remember, Jesus would go to the mountain to pray. This is your mountain right here. So come and spend time during Holy Week. Come into this house. Come to this mountain and offer your prayers, just as our leader did to the Father. There will be plenty of opportunity for this to happen. Now, Thursday evening, 
because all of you are in solidarity, you wore red. Thursday evening, the liturgical color is white and gold. So feel free to put on white and gold for Thursday evening. I will. <laughs> I have no choice. <laughs> but you do. But this will be in solidarity. Now, my friends, you know what happens at Easter. Just as we heard in the scriptures, the whole world came to Jerusalem. <laughs> and it will seem like the whole world is coming on Easter Sunday, and this is good. And they are going to sit in your favorite spot. <laughs> and there is nothing you can do except get here at 1 o'clock in the afternoon and sit here. And they're going to take your spot. Oh, and they're taking your spot, you two. And your spot. Well, you're usually there on Saturdays, but they're going to take your spot. So instead of telling them to get up and move, I've heard that, just leave them be. Let them go into the next pew. We have in past shown great hospitality and warmth to all who will come and visit. And because after the Easter celebration, I get emails, not of grumbling, like I usually get, but emails from people who came and called this place home for Easter Sunday, thanking, asking me to thank you, all of you, for your warmth and your love. And also, for most of them said, for the feeling a prayerful feeling while they were here. So I know we will accomplish this again this Easter. If you really don't like big crowds, the Easter vigil is the one to come to. Yes, it's three hours long. <laughs> but you won't have problems with traffic and parking. We will open up the track uh, which is right off of Edwards, where as you enter, there's a track for the school. We will have the gates open for additional parking. There's a private road right off of Edwards. Uh, that private road will be open for parking also. This will help a little bit. Um, the earlier you come, the easier the parking will be for you. The visitors don't know about the track, <laughs> so <laughs> you can go there and park. Mm -hmm. And sisters, um, Holy Week is a time of reverence. And it has uh, great solemnity, but we are his disciples, and the victory has been won. So all that we do, we always do with joy. Yes, we'll do it with joy. We do it reverence. We do it solemnity. But we do it with joy. Amen?